You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, a podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. Unfortunately, we didn't get to have a kickoff classic against Edgewater. The much-awaited game was canceled due to weather. We have no luck when it comes to scheduling Edgewater. Last year was COVID that canceled it. This year, weather. So we move on to the first game of the year at home against Riverview out of Sarasota. After this break, we'll talk about the game. So Riverview last year had a 9-4 record. Their four losses came from Bloomingdale, and then we beat them 35-6. And then they got beat by Venice twice, once in the playoffs. Uh, In the playoffs, it was 56-14 they got beat by Venice. So they had a 9-4 record. Some of the opponents we have this year that we're both going to play is Venice and Osceola. Riverview, for their kickoff classic, played Tampa Bay Tech at home. And Tampa Bay Tech is typically a good team out of Tampa. And they're usually in the top uh, teams in Florida. So I was lucky I got a chance to take a look at that game. And uh, they kept it close throughout the whole game. It was a 7-7 game going into the late third, uh, fourth quarter, and then Tampa Bay ended up uh, wearing them down in one twenty to 7 Riverview's only score that game came on a muffed punt that they recovered, and uh, then the quarterback, uh, Jeremiah Dawson, threw a pass to Charles Lester for the touchdown. So that was their lone touchdown on the game. What I saw from Riverview, though, they were they're a good team. They uh, are on both sides of the ball. They're well rounded. Uh, they were able to stay with Tampa Bay Tech most of that game. And like I said, Tampa Bay Tech is usually one of the top teams in Florida. So uh, they showed me a lot that game. So this is a game that we can't sleep on. Uh, it's going to be a tough team that we're going to play. So let's talk about some of Riverview players. We'll start off with Charles Lester III. He's a 2024 cornerback. He also plays receiver on offense. He is number seven cornerback in the state and 21 in the national rankings in rivals. So some of the uh, schools that have offered him are Alabama, Florida, FSU, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, USC, and some others. So as you can tell, he's got a lot of offers. Uh, He's quick. Uh, He was a receiver for them as well as a cornerback. So he's one that uh, to keep an eye on. Their quarterback who got the majority of the work uh, against Tampa Bay Tech was Jeremiah Dawson. He's a 6'4", 210-pound class of 2024 
and he was the one that threw the lone touchdown pass against Tampa Bay Tech. He also had a second quarterback on the roster that is from the class of 2023, Joe Borchers, and he actually has an offer from Miami. So it seems like they're going with Jeremiah Dawson, but there's also uh, that second quarterback that might they might bring in. They also have a big tight end, Luke Petita, that is 6'5", 240 pounds, and they like to throw it up top to him a lot. Uh, if they're not throwing to Charles Lester, they like to get him up uh, so he can out-jump people, and uh, he's got an offer from Holy Cross. On defense, they have a defensive tackle, Demarcus Abner, who's a physical tackle, and he's agile, too. He is uh, two, 255 pounds. And for special teams, they have a kicker that is number one in Florida and number five in the country. So the kicker on the spot on special teams is a weapon for them. So here's some keys to the game that I think. I think what, what you're going to see and what to look at in the game is up front is going to tell the tale of this game. Uh, since they have a good uh, defensive line, uh, the big key to watch is how our offensive line is able to control them. So that's what I think the big key to this game is going to be our offensive line. Uh, because that offensive line is going to give both Luke time as well as get the running game going. So that's where I'm seeing the key to this game is offensive line. Some of the other things as far as our offense goes, uh, Tampa Bay Tech, when they played them, had some success running as well as some success passing. So uh, there wasn't really one was better than the other as far as uh, their def as far as their defense goes. So I think in this game, again, we're going to have to come in balanced and uh, our offensive line is going to be key for setting up what the game's going to be like. And also, because it's our first game and they've already had a kickoff classic under their belt, the big thing, I think, from our side, too, is uh, going to be discipline. Uh, we can't shoot ourselves in the foot with mistakes and penalties, especially since it's the first game uh, and we haven't played a kickoff classic. So uh, Riverview was able to play last week, so they got a lot of their... Uh, mistakes and penalties out early uh, so it's going to be key for us to be stri strict on that but like I said this is a game we can't sleep on because uh, they were playing Tampa Bay Tech and uh, it was 7-7 going into the late third uh, early fourth quarter before Tampa Bay Tech warmed down so uh, this is a good team that we're going to be playing so we can't take them lightly home game tomorrow so should be good everybody should show up have a big crowd there show riverview how we represent uh it's gonna be a good first game against a talented team so uh the riverview we played last year where we destroyed them uh, i think this team's a little better than they were last year so uh like i said we can't sleep on this team so that's all I have for this week. I just want to thank everyone for listening and share if you can.